0: I'm Joe. And I'm Reed. And this is Double Shot. The Digital Journal of Two Young Professionals Navigating Growth in Work and Life.
1: So on this episode, our main topic of discussion is, are you running away from things as you're moving forward in life, or are you running towards them? So are you motivated by achieving a goal or simply achieving a state of being, or are you running away from something in your past or some future that you want to avoid? It's a really interesting conversation, as always, lots of tangents, but uh, hopefully something that can provide a little bit of interesting perspective as you're planning your future. But as always, we hope you enjoy Because that's, like, if you go to, like, traditional science, right, Mm -hmm. it's, like, a lot of the issues with the things that, like, research says this, research says that, is that it was small studies or it was funded by an organization who has their own interest in mind, yada, 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 right? But You're hitting
0: on all the reasons I'm super skeptical.
1: But if it's a research with a quantity of 100,000 over five years across varying backgrounds for whatever the thing is. Will you take that as truth, or will um, you still yeah, I'm
0: super? I'm way more open to the like findings from it. Mm-hmm. Like way more, like oh, that's probably about right. And I feel like most of the time, like in nutrition, when those are the kinds of studies, the, what they come out
1: to is like, there's no like right answer because there will be things that are peer reviewed and volume and all these things. It will still end up being incorrect for some reason that we didn't. Yeah, understand for any number before, of reasons, right? Like, in fifteen years, everything we understand about the world could be wrong if we understand so much more about like quantum physics. Imagine if carbon dating is wrong. Like any everything of this stuff, right? everything we think is wrong.
0: <laughs> so that's like my thing.
1: You you feel like someone who is like a couple opinions away from the like reality isn't real. Oh, I could get there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's why I have to check my stuff, Are right? we
1: living in a simulation, Are Joe?
0: In, Sometimes I wonder that, and I'm like, well, you'd have no, no no way of knowing if you were
1: in a simulation, so then I just don't think about it. Math can answer so many things, so if math can answer so many things, numbers, computers, simulation... But well. it can't... This is actually... This is a way deeper topic,
0: but math can answer so many things, but it can't answer the most important things. Yeah. Why do you exist? Where do you come from? Mm-hmm. It can't actually answer that. Yeah. So...
1: What if math got us to the point of explaining God the big bang?
0: Yeah. If 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 they could disprove the existence of a of a um they could falsify the Mm -hmm. existence of some energy
1: beyond. It'd be really tragic. Like what if the things that people feel as like I don't know, this like energy or whatever can actually be explained as like some gravitational thing yeah. that, or like dark matter that we don't understand what it is yet or yeah. some shit like that.
0: Yeah, it would be... I, I think. I think knowing everything would be bad for humanity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It really would, right? I think it would.
0: I think like generally people need to not know. I think like part of the human experience is deciding to have faith in something.
1: And that's why like some of the issue with like things like religion, people feel so strongly about these things of like like if you hold a different belief you like dislike that person yeah. or whatever it's like or just people can have different beliefs
0: we just we I said this to Katie last night what was I walking past forget I was downtown I was walking past something and I like laughed I was like people are so good at othering mm. like we're incredibly good at othering it's like where somebody has a different belief than us they are of a different political ideology than us they Come from a different part of the world, like whatever. We just like get all like, it They must not be as good as me.
1: Mm-hmm. Or that's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. Your religion is wrong.
0: Yeah. It's like come on,
1: people. <laughs> Live your life. I've so somebody- not everybody needs to hold your belief. I, that yes, that's the thing that I get yes. rubbed the wrong way by is like people who must evangelize their beliefs to the point of forcing it upon other people.
0: Yeah. Eh. Yeah. There, I mean, it really is interesting. Like, I, uh, there's like a fine line to walk between having beliefs that you would die for mm-hmm. and imposing those
1: beliefs on others. Because some of those beliefs are on the foundation of you are trying to get other people to hold those beliefs. And it's like why? It's like expanding the, like, Crusaders. It's expanding the religion. Yeah. Well, and, like, even, yeah, it is whether the religion is religion or the religion
0: is another idea. Yeah. I don't know. I think the people that I, like, respect and appreciate being around the most have really, really strong foundational beliefs that, like, they hold very dearly. That they don't force on anybody. And you wouldn't know until you ask. Yeah. So, like, like, Tiffany is an example of that. Oh, yeah, 100%. Very strong Christian faith. You would not know until you asked her. Yeah. Or it came, or it naturally came up in conversation. Yeah, I really appreciate her her stance as like a leader of a business who is, um, my job in my business is not to evangelize my beliefs across my people.
1: You know, it's hilarious. That I'm thinking about. Uh, do you think people would think that of us when it pertains to fitness? They wouldn't know our, our strong opinions about like health and fitness until asked. Um, I generally don't talk about it. Yeah.
0: Until somebody asks me about it. Mm-hmm. So like I, I I never bring up like CrossFit to somebody until somebody asks me about it. Mm-hmm. And so like Josh, for example, started doing CrossFit. He asked me about it on the regular. Yeah. So I'll, so I'll talk to him about it. But like I, I literally have yet to start a conversation about it.
1: And it's, I guess some of the stuff like there's visible stuff that says that you are a person who does sure. things like that. So it's a little bit of a hard example. Yeah. But yeah. It's interesting. Or like music tastes like I despise country. Oh, do you? I despise country music. Yeah, and I, I would not know that because you don't. I don't talk, talk about it. and like rip yeah. on
0: people for liking country.
1: I yeah. There's <laughs> something. There have been times where I thought like people that liked country were of lower intelligence. <laughs> I try and not be, be that person. Have you, have no. you caught yourself. Yeah, in I've that caught one? myself in that. Um.
0: <laughs>
1: <one>. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh um, man, uh, I saw there was a study. I can't remember what it was about recently. Oh man. What was it? Oh, yeah. There was a study. Again, I don't know anything. It's probably not high enough volume or peer-reviewed or whatever. Um, but it was about people who uh, are very into celebrity. Oh. Were yeah. of lower intelligence. <laughs> Which is like so, so bad. It's so bad. There's no it's way that.
0: so mean. How do we define lower intelligence? Probably IQ. And then I'm like, who made the IQ test? See, I <laughs> here, go, uh, here I am again. <laughs> we cannot go back down this rabbit hole. All right, okay. Joe, main topic. Main topic. Using a vision or like setting goals based on running toward something or running away from something.
1: What are each of our tendencies? Yeah, and, and then, how do we think about that? Yeah, how do
0: we think about that? Do we think one is better than the other? Do we think one is right? Is one right? Objectively, I don't think right. one is objectively right, but I have opinions on which one I think is more um, enjoyable.
1: Those, that's one of those things where I feel like it could actually get to a point that one is objectively right, based on understanding Maybe. of psychology and chemicals and all that kind of stuff. Well, it like, probably
0: goes down to, like, what, is, what does right mean? Is yeah. right because you enjoy the pursuit more? Is right because it gets a better outcome? Because right? I think,
1: like, the world would say that, like, serotonin is good, mm-hmm. right? But serotonin is not your chase chemical no it's not but at point being people would say serotonin is good or they would say right. like dopamine or the right balance of serotonin and dopamine is what you it should be, matters yeah. right and like you shouldn't have just like you shouldn't be in cortisol state all the time whatever right, right? Right, right, right but is that like what if somebody's just like miserable and they're like fine i don't know yeah that sounds terrible but it feels like positive motivation could almost be generalized as more positive.
0: Well, and you feel like uh, you—I'm know, sure you've heard people say like intrinsic motivation is the key to like sustained motivation. Yeah, but you can be intrinsically motivated by fear, mm-hmm. and sometimes that works really well. Like I was listening, I was re-listening to Huberman's um, like workshop on the science of setting goals, setting and achieving goals. Yeah, and he talked about like studies show that visualizing failure works better than visualizing success of a goal. Hmm. Fascinating. Now, I'm curious about like how did they study that exactly? And I think he went into it, but I was still kind of like, I don't know, he did, he didn't go in like tons of detail on the study.
1: Because normally visualization exercises are visualize you have achieved the thing. Right. And that's
0: what he was saying. He's like, that actually doesn't appear by studies to work well for goal achievement.
1: Picture yourself at the end of the CrossFit competition. What do you eat the what are of the sound? Yeah, exactly. What do you whatever, yeah.
0: And he And so it's interesting, he talks about like seeing yourself fail is actually more conducive to goal achievement than seeing yourself succeed.
1: That feels like a fear-based right. exercise.
0: Right. So I'm like, okay, what's good? Is good achieving the goal? Is good enjoying the pursuit of the goal? Is it both? I mean, ideally it'd be True, both. True,
1: because if that feels focused on achieving the goal right because then that whole time you'll be operating from a place of fear which feels like a terrible place to be in right
0: so then do you spend let's say the year let's say the goal is like a year-long goal yeah say it's a career goal and it's a not just you sales it's a sales target you visualized the moment of getting fired yeah you and you're like oh man what happens if i miss this and what would all the things be and it's like company fails and i miss revenue target and i get fired and i have to find a new job and And you're like, and that's where you're operating from the whole year. I don't think that's positive. But somehow it says that, like, somehow that says that it will help you. Now it says it will help you get the goal. Help you get the goal. The thing that I don't know is does it say you're supposed to revisit that failure? Mm. Because maybe you like go through a thing where you go like, okay, that's all the stuff that would happen. Now I'm just gonna like set that aside, and I'm gonna go do the things that make sure that doesn't happen. And it's like, but if you keep being reminded of that thing happening would be scared and, like, fearful mm-hmm. in, in my mind. That's how I imagine I would show up.
1: I would much rather be working towards owning a house than working towards not being homeless. Yes.
0: Yes. So I actually have a question for you. Um, I think fitness is the spot that is probably easiest to reconcile this. Fitness yeah. and profession. Yeah. But I'm curious because you're somebody who was overweight and now is not. Mm-hmm. Is your fitness fear or like what's the inverse of
1: that? Um, um, well, let's just go to toward and away. Am okay. I going towards a goal of a certain level of fitness or am I running away yeah. from being overweight? Right? Yeah. Um. I mean, the impetus for losing the weight was fear, uh-huh. uh, like running away from the condition that I was in. Yeah. And so I think it's really, a, to me, and maybe this is actually the answer for a lot of this, is it's some of each, it's a balance. So at the moment of I'm going to start sitting on the stationary bike for two hours a day, it was 100% away from and 0% towards anything else. I do not want to be overweight for me anymore. Mm-hmm. But then as time has progressed, like I am not in what I would say is ideal condition, but in the scheme of, society yeah and compared to my old self i'm pretty far along right yeah. but now i want to work towards the person who can do an ultra marathon mm-hmm. right i mean i probably could but yeah. I, I, like i want to be the person that could be pretty strong in an ultra marathon yeah you're, you're like
0: do but not like fall across finish line dying yeah. at the end
1: yeah but in that environment today it is probably only 50 percent towards that goal and fifty percent still trying to not be overweight. Yeah, and so it's this thing, which to, is like, funny because like that is not really a thing. What's well, not?
0: Like, you're not going to be overweight, barring I, some sort of like outside,
1: unforeseen future event. My disciplines would really have to slip, They'd or really there would have to be some extreme event. Ascle- right? Yeah, one
0: of those two. So, like that—that's that, actually a question for you then. Yeah. Like, do you still even need to think about that fear at all? Uh well, <sighs> not that you actively think about it, but I'm curious. Like, do you I, think it even has a place?
1: I live so much in the nuance now. Of it's not like I am afraid that I will be 200 pounds again. Mm-hmm. No, like I don't. That like it would be really tough for that to happen again. Yeah, to that would gain be, 60 pounds, of dude. Fat that would be only.
0: Wh- well, even if you gained it as muscle. it would which Would be cool, but yeah, <laughs> maybe I don't, probably, want, probably wouldn't I don't be cool want to be your running either. Yeah. But imagine, being 200 pounds off of what you are would be yeah. like, how? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like unbelievably so. It's nine. not that, yeah,
1: but it's that I, I want to be moving in the direction of mm-hmm. better shape and I'm running away from moving in the direction of worse shape, yeah. And so, you know, I mean, we talked about it in like our body image episode mm-hmm. of like days where I can like kind of see the start of some abs and days where I can't see anything. Right. Yeah. I'm running away from the days where I can. I'm running towards the days where I can. Yeah. So it's not I'm but going like, which towards is the stronger
0: being, motivation.
1: Uh it's like really in fitness today, 50-50. Mm, interesting. Fitness
0: today it's 50-50. 50-50. Yeah. So I was thinking about this before before today. And I feel like in my head, I was like, the shift. I've talked about the shift that happened like last December a few times. Yeah. And I think that was largely a shift away from, I'm running away from not being the guy who is a CrossFitter and who isn't an athlete. And like, I'm running away from this perceived future, like this perceived um, vision of me that others would have that's scary mm-hmm. toward, like, do I want this? Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it, so I feel
1: like it's shift a very did. different toward in a way, situation. It, out. it is because yours is not anything about like being in bad shape or being in good shape. Yep, it's more around like identity. Yeah, labels. identity
0: labels. But the the thing that struck me is, am I actually running? So one of the things I was like, what do I want out of this in general?
1: Yeah, like why do you want to be a master's games athlete? Games athlete, and do I actually?
0: Yeah. Like, sure. Let's just presume that the answer is yes. Even
1: that, like, I'm marching towards goals. And I'm like, do I actually want to be an ultra runner? I don't know. I I don't know.
0: But I was like, what is it that you, what is it? And I was like, am I running away from getting to be, let's say, 70 years old? Mm -hmm. And like, man, I never quite physically was what I hoped I would be. Am I actually running away from that? You know what I mean? Like, am I running away from this future state where I look back on my life and I'm like, it wasn't
1: unique enough? You no, 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 not unique enough. No, it, it, it's like achieve your potential, right? Yeah, it's a potential thing. But that's such an impossible scale. Yeah. Because I would say we are both generally in the camp of people who believe that you have infinite potential. Yeah, that's fair. And so if you're running away from not achieving your potential, where does that road end?
0: Yeah, it's a really good question.
1: Will you be a master's athlete and be like, well, if I like, did all the right things, my real potential would have been winning. Yeah, or my real potential would have been making it when I was
0: 25. Yeah. And be a, you know, a full individual athlete. Like it's very hard to like figure out for me.
1: Your potential could be podium, yeah, who knows. Masters games and also be like Olympic quality rower. <laughs> Unlikely,
0: a Unlikely. little too short. But like yeah, to your point, like who who knows is the answer. And then the question is of like, well, what do you have to do to make the potential happen? Blah, 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 blah. But it's like, I had I had really thought when I was like thinking about this subject. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I feel like I'm in a good place where I'm mostly running toward. And I was like, but am I? Or am I am I running away
1: from something that I'm not even perceiving I'm running away from? Well, my analysis of this in the moment is that you're actually closer to what we'll call the right mindset because... If you both accept that you are, your goal is to achieve whatever your potential is mm-hmm. and that that is infinite potential, then the only thing you would be marching towards is doing the most that you can do, Yeah. right? And so really, is it a question of as long as you're doing the most that you can do, you're happy. And on the days where you don't do the most you can do, that's what you're running away from?
0: But that's another dangerous thing because when I don't do the most I can do... It's always because of something else coming up that is necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, let's too busy at work, travel for family or fun, um, whatever. Right. So then, should I be mad about that?
1: Well, I don't think you can think about potential as this feels like a harsh word, but like as myopic as fitness.
0: Yeah, no. I, I just mean like trying to use that as like the the frame through which I'm thinking about it. So like, for that specific goal of, like, am I running away from looking back as a 70-year-old, when theoretically I'm, like, probably not going to keep getting fitter at 70. Yeah. People nope. who do that hurt themselves. I mean, it just seems unlikely. <laughs> um, it seems like you would atrophy too much to be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm as strong at 70 as I was at 30. Probably not likely. Like, it will not happen. It will not happen. Most likely. Um,
1: I love how you had to add that. Well, qualified. because like to
0: your point of like, who knows what could be developed? <laughs> yeah, like, know. who knows? Maybe they find a way to, to administer testosterone that is incredibly healthy and you, yeah. and, and it lasts. And, and instead of seventy, it's now ninety. Like we push it out. Whatever.
1: It's called a uh, magic tea or At whatever that some shit point is.
0: You're gonna not be what you were. Yeah. So I don't want to get to that stage and be like, ah man, I never quite got to where I want to go, where I wanted to go. But in order to get to that i have to understand where i want to go and i don't know that i know what that is so in that definition i almost can't be running towards something
1: because you don't know what you're running towards. because i don't know what i'm running towards. i'm just <laughs> running <laughs> so i think there's something too well we've, we've had conversations about end goals yeah and how you're better off maybe not having a finish line yeah which is interesting because you saying you don't know where you're going is counter to, like, the requirement yeah, to have a, a finish line versus what if you're just marching towards general progress?
0: Yeah, and that's where I've been for, like, the last few months, right? I've been really yeah. big on this, like, identity goal more than, like, be the type of person who does X, not yeah. not do X. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if there's a little bit of nuance here where, like, you need to layer them together. Okay. So that you... Because it's fun to see progress. Like, progress keeps you moving, right? So one of the reasons that... um. You know, uh, tracking apps or like um, fitness trackers are so like addictive. Is that you see this like, oh, I'm, I took more steps, or I burned a bunch of calories, or I had a high strain, or whatever the thing is. Like, it it keeps you moving forward because you see this progress. Oh, my max heart rate went up, or whatever. My HRV went down, or I'm sorry, my resting heart rate went down. And I think there's something to the balance of on one end of the spectrum, you've got this like accomplishment based goal that you get at the end, that you're marching toward. On the other end, you've got this like identity-based goal that's like, I am just going to be this person. And this end, I think, is too much of like, it only matters when you get there. And this end might be too much of, you don't get to enjoy the progress while you go.
1: Or maybe they're actually the same thing. Because mm-hmm. to me, I feel like we talk about an end goal as a moment in time. Yeah. You finished that race. You hit that lift. You right. Know, X, Y, Z. Versus... It could be a state of being that is often the distance, mm-hmm. but it's a, a um, yeah, I mean, it's a state. So I could say my goal is to run a 50 miler in my lifetime, mm-hmm. and that long-term thing that I'm marching towards, as soon as I have hit the 50 mile race and done it across that finish line, that is the moment in time goal done then what am i marching towards versus right now i am not a person who could go do a 50 mile race so what if my goal is to be the person that could do the 50 mile race it's something that's for it's something that i do not have now that i have to work towards achieving but it will be a state of being once i am there
0: so i think this is the nuance the or like the way that i see it i think the difference between what you've said and what i said is when i talk about an identity goal it's not a thing that i see myself like eventually having that identity. It's like, be that right now. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I have to fake, it's a little like fake it till you make it of like, be that person right now. But what would that person do? How would they act? What would they literally like run their day like? Mm -hmm. Which is so micro. If you think about like, what do they run their day like that it can start to be like, just not goalie at all. Goalie being a word. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: Goalie goalie. And and so I'm thinking about like,
0: I'm almost thinking about if you had like the way I'm starting to layer these is like, all right, if the identity I'm searching for is be the best salesperson in the world. And then it was like, all right, that's the identity goal. What's the like 12 month goal that would indicate progress toward like or that you are that like you are becoming that person? What would indicate progress towards becoming that person? You have like a year and you have a quarter and you have a month and you have activities. Maybe that's like the stair step that makes it both very actionable. And like you can feel progress. You're like, I did my activities this week. I'm getting that result. This thing happened, whatever. And also is a thing that you also don't set a finish line at because it's not about just one finish line.
1: Well, it's interesting. It feels like we are both uh, on a journey of moving from away motivations and towards to motivations.
0: Yeah. my um Man, I've been motivated by fear for a very long time, I think, in my life. Mate, like, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I was realizing the other day, I was like, this is maybe the first time in my life that I haven't been, like, scared of something ending or super anxious for something to begin. There's been, like, content in the moment.
1: Is that because there have not been new things? I don't think so. There's been a lot of change this year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
0: Like, work's had a bunch of change, and Katie's had pretty big changes and some of our own like houses falling apart <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's been like turmoil mm-hmm. and like turmoil not always is a bad thing it's just turmoil um i had i felt not new it's weird like okay a good example of this is um you know that feeling you have like in the middle of a break like a like a, a vacation where you're like ah now i'm worried about the end of it you get that point, where, like, you're like, you're starting to dread the end of the vacation. So it like mm-hmm. makes you not enjoy the middle of the vacation. Yep. Or the two weeks leading up to the vacation, you're like, I'll be happy when it's vacation. Mm-hmm. It's it's the I'll be happy when or I'll be happy until. That's the way to summarize this. My entire life has been I'll be happy when or I'll be happy until like forever. And the other day I was like,
1: I don't feel that way for the like, I, I don't feel that way. What's a thing that you could lose Mm -hmm. that you used to fear the potential of losing that you don't now? My job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I used to really be scared about that. And now I'm like, meh. Mm -hmm. If, if, if I remember, dude, you said something to me about something, I can't remember the exact circumstances, but essentially you were like, yeah, that was the best thing for element three. Okay. And I was like, do I have that level of commitment? I, like, sat there and, like, I've thought about that over and over and over again. I'm, like, it's easier for me to say I feel the same way, but do I actually feel the same way? And I was, like, I need to, like, get right with that. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, I think in the reality in the moment, it was, like, I probably didn't. If I, like, really, like, truth-serumed myself, I probably didn't, but, like, knew I needed to. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at a point where, like, if I am not right for this role or this role needs somebody different or I don't have it, like, whatever. That's okay. Yeah. It's like, I used to be fearful of that. It's
1: the Caswell thing.
0: Yeah. Right. It's totally, dude, that
1: was like, rocked my world. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but what I, what I think is true in that, in that environment is like, I do feel that way, right? Like if I'm the wrong person, I'm the wrong person. That's okay. What that does not mean is that it's not going to suck. It'll yeah. It'll still suck. It'll still suck. If that is the truth. Yep. It's a shitty truth. Yep. So it's this weird balance of being okay with the thing. And if it happens, it's not fun, but that's okay. But it doesn't
0: mean it's bad. Yeah. And we don't know if it actually sucks. Yeah. So we can hypothesize with a pretty high degree of confidence that the moment of it would suck. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just imagine we get to November of next year and we look at each other Kyler and I sit down and Kyler's like, I don't think this is right for you. And I say, I don't think it's right for me either. That moment in time, I can hypothesize it like a 95% clip is gonna kind of suck. But for all I know, it might be brilliant for both of us on the back end. Element three might hire somebody who's perfect, or they just don't have the role and they share the responsibility across a different team or whatever. Change the business model, whatever. And it might be brilliant. Profit margins go up. Everybody makes more money. Like, it could be great. And I could go get into something different. And maybe it's just, like, perfect. And I just smash it. And I am an unbelievable salesperson somewhere else. Or, or something completely different. And it might be great. But I think that
1: I I don't know that it would suck. Hmm. Well, that man, that's so interesting. Because that brings me to the away-from conversation of the things that we're running away from that we've experienced that we know are bad. Mm-hmm but there's things that we are running away from that are potentials that right. have not happened that might not actually be that bad. Yeah. It's it's really,
0: it is really interesting. And that conversation with Mark, like, changed my year. It was like, wow, what a different way to view life. Yeah. <laughs> like, how Like, how much am I, how many times and in how many environments am I basically saying, like, no, I know the future and the future needs to look like that. I don't know shit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I don't know anything. So I'm just taking guesses.
1: What I can't reconcile is that I, I do believe those types of things that I say, but am also, as you have articulated, like the most stressed out person on the planet. Yeah. So how can I be so comfortable with whatever happens, happens, but be so stressed out in the moment? I don't know.
0: Good question, man. I don't know. It's so individual too. Like, I've shared the fear-setting exercise that's really useful for me when I have to do it. Yeah. And I don't literally always, like, write it down, but sometimes I just go through my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, like, you got to kind of figure out what it is for you <laughs> that allows you to do it. Yeah. Like, some people need backup plans. Yeah. Like there's a lot of, like, trendy things, like, burn the boats. the only way you'll get it. If you have no backup plans. You'll figure it out. It's like, eh. Some people need to have a safety blanket because if they don't have their safety blanket, they freak out.
1: I saw a great... uh little clip from Mark Cuban recently. I think it was on like some Wired interview or something that he did. And he's like, you know what you should do before you go be an entrepreneur? Have some money. Yeah, (laughs) It's like everybody has this like, I quit my job and burnt the boats and went out and started my company. And you never hear about the 90% of those people who failed and went back to shitty jobs. He's like, have your stuff in order and then go do the thing. It's like kind of a related idea of like you're told in the boats or whatever but some people need a contingency some people should have some frameworks in place that they can fall back on totally this totally a whole different conversation it
0: is but it's like it, to your question but what happens, it, i don't know maybe just maybe there's something that you could do for yourself to yeah. make it feel less stressful the mark just saying like i don't know it's holding the future less tightly and i was like uh. <laughs>
1: anyways all right let's wrap all right